So what is good everyone? I hope everyone having themselves a great day. Today I will be interviewing a very wonderful individual who goes by the name of Light Bright Indy. And thank you for uh having me use some of your time to interview you. Yeah, absolutely. No problem. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. So, uh, so since this is the very first interview, most people are not understanding how this is going to work. So basically, it's going to be like in a way of us interviewing each other because then didn't want it to be like, you know, something plain as me just asking you questions and things like that. I kind of want to make it fun for both of us. It also shows, you know, how your mind works depending on the questions you ask me or the questions I ask you. Right. So the first question I want to ask you is... uh. Where exactly did you get your Twitch name from, uh, Light Bright Indie? Okay, so <laughs> funny question, funny story. Um, so for the longest time when I was little, and even up till now, like I'm like super light skinned, y'all, like to, like ridiculously light skinned, right? And a lot of people would call me Light Bright, or they would give me the nickname Light Bright, and I've been called Indie for as long as I can remember since I've been like itty bitty people have called me Indy because you know my name is India and that's like the go-to so I had a, a name before when I first started on Twitch and it was um Indy S-Dub official which is Indy Super Warrior official but it was like that kind of the, the name was kind of long you know what I mean and it didn't have that that thing to it that I was looking for and somebody um that was back from my old stomping grounds back in Arkansas um had hit me up on Facebook and was like yo what's good light bright and I was like uh you know what I kind of like the sound of that I know Mm. like most of the people that I've I've hung around have used it before and I'm like you know what why don't I use that as my twitch name so I was like you know what I'm gonna do it and see how how it feels I'm gonna reach out to the community and see what some of my you know closer friends think about it and they were like do it you should do it 100% 100% you should do it so I did it and ever you know ever since I changed my name my growth has really like started oh. from where I was yeah so it was like that was like the beginning of my my growth my upward mobility so I haven't looked back since then man oh okay that's 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 actually that's actually a very good origin story honestly from where you get your name from now uh what is it the question that you have for me well, I kind of want to know yours too, man. Like, where what made you use GT is the name? What what where did you get that from? So, GT is the name is actually something that I just came up with on the fly. So, I I've honestly been in this whole, you know, YouTube Twitch thing for a very long time, especially YouTube. Okay. Uh my ve- my very first name was GT the King. And this was like in, 
I think going, I think it was like in high school, a friend of mine just came up with it like, why don't it just be GT the King? And I was like, so what, G- two T like G T T H E? Like no, G T D A K I N G. And I was like, mm, okay, I'll just use it. Okay. And for, and for some reason, it stuck with me for a minute while I was doing YouTube, but then, but then I kind of like just came up with it as GT is the name because. Okay, so basically how I would introduce myself to new people, I would say when they ask me, so what is your name? I said my name is Gavin, but the cool kids call me GT. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 G- and GT is basically just my initials. It's Gavin Tillman. That's basically my initials. It's, uh, it's, it's Gavin Tillman. Okay. And my, my aunt was the one that gave me the initials, and it kind of just stuck with me. But I always, t- like when I meet people, I always say, hey, how you guys doing? My name is Gavin, but the cool kids call me GT. Like and when, right and for some reason and for some reason everybody just likes when i say that so i'm like so yeah i'll just go ahead and do gt is the name so that's basically how i got my name really okay that's dope i like that thank you thank you now when it comes to streaming what is your motivation to stream or do you just do this for fun I 100% do this for fun, bro. Because <laughs> it's like, once when the whole COVID thing started, right? I, I did not stream at all pre-COVID. Um, I had started a YouTube channel. And the YouTube channel was kind of like here and there where I was recording videos, which I love doing. I love recording myself playing video games and then going back and editing the videos. Because it's like, I laugh at myself editing the videos and then posting them. That's like the greatest thing ever to me. But when um, COVID hit, uh, I had come back from deployment because I was on deployment throughout all of like 28 or 2019 going to 2020. Came back from deployment. COVID was huge. I was like, okay, what the heck is going on? So I couldn't go see my friends. I couldn't go see my family. I couldn't do nothing. So the only the only outlet I had for a lot of people, um, like a lot of people, was social media. It was a social media outlet. And I'm so used to being able to play video games and stuff with my friends and us, you know, like hanging out and, and playing games together. I didn't have that anymore. I couldn't go do that anymore. Um, so I was like, you know, what? I'm going to start. I'm going to do this whole Twitch thing because there was one day that I was playing uh, Final Fantasy 14. I was running through a dungeon and I was video chatting with like a group of my friends while I was playing 14 and they were like yo you need to get the software so we can like actually watch you as you're playing and like talking to us and I was like okay that's fine I had never even really thought about twitch like that before you know what I mean I didn't even have twitch channel yet so I got all the stuff um of course you know I got a cheap light camera because I was only doing this for fun for my friends I wasn't trying to do anything spectacular just so they could see me and got all that stuff set up and downloaded the software I needed. Uh, started with Streamlabs OBS. Oh my God. Well, I won't go back to that again. Um, me, and, <laughs> <laughs> me and Slobs are done. Let's just put that out there. Um, so I started doing that. And then it was like, I started getting like regulars that weren't my friends coming into my stream and like following me and stuff. And I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. I did not think that it was gonna start becoming as big as it did and it was it was a transition and it was kind of like a trial period because it was like now my face is like out there and my family wasn't really sure how to like deal with it and it was like is this a good thing are we okay with this or you know because I have to be careful with a lot of things that I do because I'm in the military right 
right. so I, I have to be careful about a lot of things that I say and a lot of things that I post, even, you know, just being person, but more so being in the military. So it, it was it was a trial period. It was a trial time. But it became this thing where it was like we all kind of realized, like, this is kind of like my time to, like, just kind of hang out with my friends for a couple hours and just to relax and let my hair down. And then, boom, it's family time. Okay, so I get that knocked out, get some family time, and then we're good to go, right? So that was where that whole thing was supposed to go, and now it's turned into this big thing. I did not think I would have nearly as many followers as I do, um, but the train is in motion, so I'm riding the train right now. Oh, the train's in motion? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, all right. Actual factuals. Hmm. Now your question? Okay, so for you as a Twitch streamer, like what, what is your goal? Like what is your main goal as far as like being a content creator? What do you want to get? Like, what do you want to get out of it? Or is it just like something that you have a passion for and you just really just enjoy doing? I have a passion for content creating. It's basically like what I say. I've basically been doing this, this whole content creating on YouTube since like high school and the funny thing is, is that what I'm hoping to gain from it, I know, I know that a lot of people are looking for like, you know, fame and things like that, but I kind of want this thing to where like, I don't want to work under anyone. I kind of want to work on my own time, but I also want to do something that I enjoy when it comes to me working on my own time. Right. Now, of course, now, of course I'm doing this for fun. I've honestly been playing video games technically since I came out the womb. Okay. So, 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 video games just comes natural to me. Mm-hmm. Now, now, streaming on the other hand, at first, I was nervous. At first, I was nervous because, oh, yeah, be, be, because when, because when I got, because when I got like nervous and when I heard about the whole thing of Twitch, I'm honestly the main thing I was thinking of. I need to get all the right stuff. I need to get a capture card. I can't just. Uh, you know, stream off of my. Oh, I can't just stream off my PlayStation because there's just some games you can't stream. PlayStation won't allow you to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also have a Switch, so I also need to get the software for that and things like that. And once I finally did, I just been streaming. There were times I ain't show my camera. There were times I did. Mm-hmm. And, and and like and like in all and like in all honesty and fairness, what I'm hoping to gain from me is because the one thing i want is to be i guess you could say is to be a support system for those that i care about simply because they have been kind to me and i kind of and i feel like this is my way of repaying them that's basically what i'm saying also the whole thing with the podcast um this this actually has been an idea for a while like like this this podcasting has been an idea for a while i just needed to find the right people to have to keep this going because i want this to be a weekly thing not a not a bi-weekly thing not a monthly thing i want it to be a weekly thing so once i found the right people i decided to go ahead and keep this going so the main thing i want to get out of it is basically for one i do want to take care of my family uh mm-hmm. you know like my close family uh and those who i love and care about though that's basically the main thing that i'm trying to get out of it is for me to like you know i don't know if i should say make a living 
because I can't just throw I can't just throw all of this into one thing because it can easily get taken away and I right. don't and I don't want to do that and start from scratch because if I do I feel like that will get me very discouraged because it happened to me before because I've lost countless YouTube channels because of that oh, hence, why, hence why I really don't do YouTube like that anymore I'm mainly on Twitch gotcha okay mm. okay so it's more like a like a source like it's like a source of income for you but you're not putting all your eggs in one basket exactly okay yes okay. absolutely right now my other question for you is what was one major thing you wished you knew what was one major thing you wished you knew when you first started streaming i think it would be like the hacks and stuff that i know now because it's like you don't have to have like the best gear to do twitch streaming because like right now like i don't even have like a super expensive camera right and a lot of the a lot of youtube streamers will go through like products and materials trying to find the the best camera the best mic and all this other stuff but um my husband actually was doing a lot of research for me and trying to find ways to to be able to have that good picture and good sound quality without having to spend buttloads of money on it. And he found some great links for me, um, super supportive, super supportive husband. Um, and I was able to be able to use the stuff that I have now to make my stream look good. Because like right now, I'm using like a, a, a first gen GoPro as my camera with a cam link right now. And so that was uh, like $180 right now for the GoPro and then like another $110. That was $180 I didn't have to spend. So all I had to do was buy the cam link. So it's like, I wish I hadn't gone. I wish I had done that research like first and known where to look before I started jumping into this whole thing and going through like different products. That's, that's what, what I really wish I would have known because it would have saved me so much time. <laughs> it would have saved me so much time because it's been like a year, a little over a year since I started streaming. Um, and I'm just now really getting my stream to look the way that I want it to. And that's like a year of time loss. I can't get that back. Hmm. Yeah. I understand that. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to venture out a little bit away from the the, the Twitch topics because I kind of want to know some questions about you, bro. So, okay. who is do you do you read books? Do you do you like read a lot? Like, are you really into reading? I'm mainly more like a manga reader. Okay, that's cool too. So, who is your who is your favorite manga author? Like, what's your favorite series to read? My favorite series to read now. My favorite series to read is Shaman King. Okay. And the reason why I like Shaman King is because Shaman King was literally the first manga I've ever finished reading in its entirety. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, and, and when I, basically I read it when I was in high school, 
there was a computer class I had and he was like well once you're done with your assignments you can get on the internet do whatever you please well my my main thing of doing was as soon as I was done my work I would go on the internet and I would find a manga site to read Shaman King I've, I've read it in its entirety and I've enjoyed it and I'm also happy that they're bringing and I'm also happy that they're bringing it back to um that that, that they're bringing it back as an anime and they're using the manga as its main focus and i've been in in all honesty like back when i had youtube channels and when i had to make topics like that i've always been asking for a shaman king reboot because i feel like that anime deserves it it's it's so slept on it's it's a lot of mangas and animes out there that's just so slept on yeah and and I and that's also one thing I was hoping to do with my YouTube channel was kind of be a catalyst of you know recommending mangas that m- many people do not read and because I, I read a lot of manga I read a lot of manga I read a lot of webtoons like I, I read a lot of those and and I just feel like considering that it's not getting the right I feel like some shows or some mangas are not getting the right attention and I was trying to use my YouTube to you know show people that anime is more than just you know fights and and you know over the top action and things like that cuz a lot of people get that misconstrued yeah I could see that and there's so much there's so much manga out there that people just like you said don't know about like you could make a youtube channel talk about that for for a long time there's like mm-hmm. there's so much content there so much content potential so that's that's actually pretty dope i think my first was vampire hunter d was the first manga that i read through in like its entirety and i absolutely loved it but i think my favorite has to be the the mob psycho and one punch man <laughs> because oh. it's so He's so funny to me. It really is. It just, it is. I think it's hilarious. I think it's a hilarious manga. But there's, there's so many, like you said, that just people don't know about. And there's a lot of stuff that I don't know about. So it's like if I find uh, a YouTube channel like that where people are just, you know, talking about manga and then like describing it, going into like detail and stuff like that. Of course, not giving spoilers, but really explaining like the the concept of what those stories are. That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Now, how are you enjoying JoJo's Bizarre Adventure so far? Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> it's so random. I was not... It, it's. I should have known from the title and the thumbnail that it was going to be something that I just was not expecting. It is not like any anime I have ever watched. I really feel like I need to read the manga before I even finish watching the anime. But there, it's been just so over the top. Everything, and I've watched anime that's over the top, but this is on just like a whole another level. It's in its own atmosphere of over the top. And I'm just, I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Because the, like, the voice acting is over the top. The freaking animations are over the top. The story plot itself is over the top. And I'm just like, this is a lot to sit through. Like, it's a, it's a lot to sit through. And sometimes I have to go back and see, like, okay, wait, hold on. What just happened? 
let me go back. Let's just, just take a step back real quick. I need to watch that again and see what happened because something didn't make sense just then. So I'm enjoying it. It's just uh, that that show is a lot to process. Mm-hmm. So for you, let's see. Who, who yo? Who was your first? It could be anime, cartoon game, whoever. Who was your first? No kidding, like not in real life crush my first not in real life crush yeah like your first video game anime or like cartoon crush oh man that's uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) it's it's a funny choice but if I would have to say my very first like cartoon crush ever and considering that I watched cartoons for a very long time it's probably gonna be a cartoon crush first mm-hmm. it's actually from a movie uh my first cartoon crush was um Jessica Rabbit from Who Framed Roger Rabbit well that makes sense his wife <laughs> yes Jessica Rabbit I mean, it's there in the cards, man. Like, she's a banger. Like, yeah. She is. She she really is. She's beautiful. Very. And she's seductive. Mm Mm-hmm. She's a very seductive person, even though even though people is like, that's not how she she is. Somebody just drew her like that. I think that was a line in the movie, wasn't it? Yeah, she said, I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. Yeah. Yeah. I think I saw somebody cosplay that recently. Really? Uh-huh. It was pretty good, too. So, I might have to I might have to link that one to you. Okay. <laughs> so, since we're speaking... Okay, so since we're speaking nostalgia... Okay. Now, I'm, now I'm going to give you a scenario. Okay. It's Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. You're just getting up. You fix your bowl of cereal. Of course. What is the channel that you're turning to? Oh, WB42, bro. Mm. Kids WB all day, every day. Every Saturday. Every Saturday. Because as soon as you get up on Saturday mornings, uh, freaking Yu-Gi-Oh is on. You got mm-hmm. Animaniacs and you guys, uh, there's, there's, so, there's so many. That, that is my Saturday morning. Kids WB will be on on Saturday morning, 100%. And I sit there and I watch cartoons all day. Eventually, I'm going to get to my chores. But for that time block, because it goes like they stop showing TV shows at like what, like noon? But they start showing cartoons like like dumb early. So you're up super early in the morning. You watch cartoons till like noon. And then you go take care of what you need to. But that's that's my Saturday morning. Nice. Yeah, cause I'm nice, cause I'm the same way. Cause that's it's funny, cause I was actually tuned in to like Yu Gi Oh every single Saturday, cause I was waiting on the next episode for it. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my huge in Yu Gi Oh. Yes, that was my joint back in the day. I had the cards and everything, fam. Like I, we used to play on like a regular basis. Like it was, we used to play at school, all kinds of stuff. Like I used to love Yu Gi Oh, man. Yu Gi Oh. Uh, Pokemon came on that morning too, I think. It was either like right before or right after Yu-Gi-Oh. So yeah, we would be watching all them joints in the morning. Yeah. That was that was my that was my joint. Ah oh, man. 
so let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, dude. Okay, so so we went down the 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 kind of kid in the morning anime Saturday morning routine. But as an adult, I got to know what is the most messed up anime you've ever watched? The most messed up <laughs> Cause oh, they out man. there, I gotta know. Because th- if you tell me something I ain't heard, of, I'm about to go watch it. <laughs> Devil Man, De- Devil Man Crybaby on Netflix. I have not seen that one. It is so sad. Like that anime is so like it's 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 yes it's it's very fucked up, but it is so sad. Sounds like I need to go watch it. Let me basically let me basically paint a picture for you. Okay. Basically, it's going to have you question humanity itself. Oh wow. Oh okay. And here's the kicker: Devil mm-hmm. Man had Devil Man has an OVA, so it has so it has the old animation. But if you really want to get the full brunt of it, I would recommend watching Devil Man Crybaby. A lot of people wouldn't tell you to watch it, but if you're looking for the dark and greedy, messed up anime, then yeah, most definitely Devil Man Crybaby is up there. You know, with things like Berserk and things like that, it's it's up there. Woo-hoo. That sounds like my kind of anime. Because I was about to say, like, I think the most messed up ones that I've watched has been like Berserk or like Elf and Lead and things Elf and like Lead. that. Oh my gosh, God! And I watched those when I was like younger too, so it was like super, super messed up. It was like. I shouldn't have been exposed to stuff like that 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 early in life. <laughs> oh, me, me, oh, me either. But my mother was a fan of horror movies, so it that kind of rubbed off on her. Yeah. So, my we don't really do. I've never really done horror movies until recently, um, because I would be on the boat. We would have nowhere to go. And the guys that I used to work with loved horror movies. And then I started watching YouTubers that played like horror games. So I never had really been in the, into them until like recently. So that's new. That's that's definitely different. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, but but yes, also Devil Man Crybaby is also part of the horror genre. It is base basically basically the plot basically the plot for it is is that someone gets a premonition that the world is going to end okay it it is the main character who goes by the name of akira and his childhood best friend rio okay rio is like there's a premonition that the world's gonna end and we need to be the few who are going to combat these people who's trying to end the world and you're gonna help me so what they did was they went to a club. Need I remind you, they're only kids. They're like teenagers in a sense. They went to a club and Akira's like, where are we? I don't understand what are we doing here. He was like, oh, well, we're kind of at a Sabbath party. Interesting. And, right. And they're watching and they're watching people just do the utmost you you probably see people having sex in booths. You see people dancing naked and everything. Oh my God. And, and Rio's looking at Akira's like, hey, you gotta join in on the party too, because I'm gonna join on the party as well. And they're dancing and everything, and they're just ha- and they're just having a blast. And that was when Rio looks over and said, Hey, Akira. He's like, What? He's like, I'm sorry. He breaks a bottle and he slits the throat of a woman. 
And Akira's like, why are you doing this? He was like, oh, demons love blood. And all you, and, and, and you're literally looking around and all you see are people transforming into these deformed versions of demons. I shit you not, there is a woman who transformed into a demon and her titties grew miles. <laughs> and Akira is just shocked Akira's just shocked at it all but you see the thing about Akira is he's innocent like he's such an innocent boy right. and then and then when he's joining in on the party he's, he feels like something is getting ready to engulf him it's literally a demon possessing him and the name of that demon is Amon who's apparently like one of the strongest demons out there and he is literally just destroying everything at this party Jesus Christ! Yeah, I need to. And, yep, I need to watch mm-hmm. this. And when mm-hmm. the dust and when the dust settles, all you see is Akira in his new form because he looks innocent. But as soon as Armand like takes him over, he looks like a grown man. He he he's basically bay to a lot of people because he's still innocent. Like he's still innocent, but he doesn't look innocent. And he and he's basically you know. When the dust settles, all the demons done, and Akira's waking up like, "What have I done?" And I don't understand what's going on, and all the other stuff, and a lot of other things happen. But that's that's all I'm gonna give. That's all I'm gonna give to you at the moment. I don't want to spoil too much. So dope. That is so dope. Yeah, gonna have to watch that. That's gonna be one of those ones that I have to watch when I'm at home by myself. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Dang. Well, thank you for putting me on to that one. So definitely going to have to watch that. Absolutely. Now, my question for you is, um, you know, since we're still doing nostalgia thing, what is one of the, you know, the favorite, your favorite game of all time that you've ever played? Oh, dude. That's tough. It's tough. tough. That's tough. That's a hard question. That just shows you play a lot of video games. Yeah, I do. I play a lot of games, man. That's hard. So there have been a couple of video games that at at the end of it, I've just been like, yo, like I didn't even have anything to say after it. Like Bioshock Infinite is one of them. The ending of Bioshock Infinite had me questioning everything. Like my husband and I had like like a like a full-on discussion afterwards because the ending made you question everything you did in the game because it was like if we did they know that we were going to do this in the game because if i could go back and redo it are they still going to know the decisions that i'm going to make in the game so it's like or do, do they know based off of like the psychology of the choices that you make what the ending is going to come out to be because you know you have those two people in there that are like I guess they're like from the future. I can't really remember. It's been such a long time since I played it. But they basically, they pop up every once in a while. And they're like teasing you kind of about the decisions that you're making. And then they like disappear. And it's like, yo, I don't even know if I'm making the right choice right now. What is going on? But the ending was so profound. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Um, uh, Near Automata was another one. Absolutely love that game. Like... I don't have you have you played through near? I have it. I just haven't gotten around to playing it. Oh my god. So at the oh god, I don't want to spoil it for you because it's so good. 
but at the very end of the game you are given a decision to make and the decision impacts you in real life oh gosh it's one and of those games it's, it's, yep it's one of those and when i was done i was like i didn't think like the game was actually going to do it and then i was like the game actually just did that like it really happened like what they said was going to happen actually happened and then it was like i can't i can't i can't play that i can't play the game anymore because i made the choice that i made and it was a choice to to help someone else and i had to deal with the consequences of the choice that i made wow yep that probably has to be one of my favorite games and then of course anything final fantasy related i i mean Final Fantasy VIII was my first love. My very, very first Final Fantasy game that I ever played was VIII. And that will forever be my first love. Even though I've played other Final Fantasies and I've enjoyed some more than I enjoy VIII, I still really, really, really love VIII. So yeah, those are my favorite games. Nice. It's It's been a ride. I've been playing video games since I was, oh god, maybe like seven, eight years old. And it's been a journey. It has been a journey. So let's see. If you could, if you could create a video game, bro, what would your video game premise be about? What would my video game premise be about? Now that's hard, considering that originality is slowly dying. Mm. So. What I would have to say is how I would... Okay, so one is going to be anime-based. Okay. Because that's... Because, no, honestly, that's that's just me. My my love for anime runs runs deep with me, especially with, with the games I play and the things I do. Okay. No. I have I have a premise. I, I, I have a premise. It's... It, I wouldn't really say it's far-fetched because it can't happen. Mm-hmm. Now... I'm just thinking, what if there was a game out there with some of the most famous martial artist names known to man? This is your roster. The graphics, though, is like Mortal Kombat. Interesting. You can have dream matches, you know, everybody wants to see that. Jackie Chan versus Jet Li, like always, or you know, Bruce Lee versus versus Jet Li, that type of thing. Like that's 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 basically that's basically what I was like thinking because I was thinking like what if ba- basically it's like Tekken and Mortal Kombat put together. Okay. You get you get the Mortal Kombat graphics, not to mention in some Mortal Kombat games when you beat up someone, they they look battle damaged. Yeah. And I and, and I want that in a game. I wouldn't say I want like realization, but I kind of just want over the top action when it comes to these martial arts. Because one, their movies showed us what all they can do. Because I because one, I love I love martial arts movies. I really do. Um, there are actually sometimes where I just like you know just go back and watch them because it's a because it's always a good time when you're watching a martial arts movie. Um, but that that would that would be one of my premises. Another premise I would have, even though I don't like sports games, mm-hmm. um, I would like to make a sports game. But I kind of want it to where you're free to do whatever you want. 
it's it's it, it's far fetched, but I just feel like if if I if I were to make a game like that just to give someone the freedom to do whatever they please in that game, like. Oh, the referee! Oh, oh, the referee said that's a foul. You can go. You run up to the referee and punch him. That wasn't a foul, ref. <laughs> like, 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 are you sure you want to look again? <laughs> Say what? It's like you sure? You sure that was a foul? You want to try again? Right, right, exactly. It was like that wasn't a foul, ref. Try it again, and things like that. Now, now, now. Of course, you have to put some skip. Places on like, oh, well, if you hit the ref, and if the okay, sometimes ref can call bad calls. If the ref calls bad call, you hit him. The ref like, okay, fine, we'll try it again. But if you hit the ref, you be like, oh no, that was the right call. You're, you know, you gotta face the penalties. Right. That's 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 base. That's basically what I. That's basically why I wanted. Because I see a lot of people so frustrated when they play these sports games and things like that, and I'm just thinking, you know, don't you just wish, you know, like. You know, so somebody somebody got this football player, and you know they're doing a great job. You go up to this football player, and and you know what you want to do? You want to punch him, so punch him. Yep. So and they can't so, do nothing about it. Right. So so that so that'd be like the main thing. I'm that'd be the main thing I'm thinking of is like, you you want to punch this guy? Punch him. No no, I, I ain't about to even take nothing away from you. Just punch him. Oh, this football player thinks he's hot shit. Let me go beat him up. Wow. I like it. I like it. <laughs> right. Like I it's 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 just a thought and normally when I tell people that everybody be like, Oh, you're so violent and and, and the funny thing is I'm like, I know. <laughs> like he's not even <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. I know. I know. Yeah, just violent. embrace it. Just embrace it. It's fine. I, I do. I do embrace it. I, I, I really do. And I and like I said, this I feel like this comes from my love for fighting games and my love for horror because in horror there's just a lot of things you can do things you can do freely right so yeah um that's so dope well yeah well speaking of how you were uh discussing things like movies and things like that um what would be your all-time favorite movie oh my gosh memoirs of a geisha really i don't, I don't think i've ever seen that hands down memoirs of a geisha the movie well i read the book first and i read the book um years years back oh god i think i was i had maybe just turned 18 or 19 and it is a story about um how geisha like the life of this one girl her name is uh chio or that ends up being her her name given to her um, she was um, a daughter of a fisherman and his wife and the fisherman ended up being lost at sea and the mom ended up dying of diseases so um, they there was a, a truck a troop that came through um, looking for candidates basically um, to help people like pay off their debts so oh no this was before the mom had died of disease so the mom um, had like given them to this guy so that they can go and be geisha so that they wouldn't have to try to make a life for themselves here in this like poor fishing town because it was it was poor fishing town they weren't really making it really much money um, so they end up going and becoming a part of this house, which is pretty, pretty much like, I wouldn't say it's a brothel, but it's where all the geisha lived. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's the story of this girl of how she became 
one of the most celebrated geisha in that era during the time of the the world war right so they you've got the world war going on you've got her trying to figure out what's going on with her family coming into this brand new world not knowing anything about how to be a geisha and it's just her origin story and how she interacts with the world and the book is beautiful it's beautifully written and the movie was just as good as the book was which is really hard to come by you know, a lot of movies when you go to make the movies they're not nearly as good as the book or they leave out a bunch of stuff and stuff like that but the movie was phenomenal and that has to be my all-time favorite movie is memoirs of a geisha I absolutely love that movie Nice. Yep, yep, yep. So, what about you? What's your What's your favorite movie, bro? Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Violence. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it, It's not just because of the violence. For, for, first and foremost, when it comes to dialogue, Quentin Tarantino knows his shit. Yeah, he fucking does. Yes, he like, does. Like, like, yeah. Jesus. When it comes to dialogue, Quentin Tarantino knows what he's doing. Also. It's a movie. Also, it's a it's a story that's not told in order. Yep. It right. It's it's all over the place. It just tells you a series of events. Granted, you can take the movie and put it in order. Then you come to realize that the true main characters are not Samuel Jackson and uh, John Travolta. It's mm-hmm. actually Bruce Willis. Yep. He's the real main character. And I was like, wow. There's because, so much going on in that movie. Right. There's so much going on. And once again, I blame my mom for this because my mom wanted me to watch the movie. Hmm. My mom's like, Gavin, watch this movie. Come watch this. Now, come watch this movie with me. Oh, okay. That's that I I feel like that's where I get all my tendencies from because I feel like that's how that's how me and my mom would do our quality time. Um if if we're not watching if we're not watching movies, we're either watching Supernatural, SpongeBob, or Maury. Maury was a big thing what that I would watch with my mom too. That was definitely right. a thing. Right. So 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 I'm sitting down on watching a movie and, and I'm watching, she sees that I'm laughing at the parts that I need to be laughing at. But then there was a scene where they just got done interrogating these people and they were in the back and they were driving, talking about how, you know, divine intervention happened as to why they didn't die because somebody ambushed them. Mm-hmm. And they talked to this dude in the back and they talked to this dude in the back and he was like, so what do you think? He's like, I don't have an opinion. So he turns around like you gotta have an opinion. He and the gun accidentally goes off and shoots this guy's head off. And I laughed at it. Yep. And my and my mom looked at me <laughs> and she paused the movie and she and she just kept looking at me and, and, and I was like, what? And she was like, like, like she was motioning like, you think that's funny? I'm looking at her, I was like, yes. She was like, why do you think it's funny? I said, because I didn't expect for that to happen. That's why I laughed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, so you're gonna and, have like one of two reactions where you're either it's you're either gonna be shocked or you're gonna laugh. I would have laughed too. Right, like right when I seen it, I just I, I just let it out. I just started laughing, and my mom just she was like, okay, like 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 when she's like okay, I was like, what do you mean okay? She's like, you're my son. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, okay, yeah, same page, got it. <laughs> 
got it, got it, got it. Right, because she's the same way. Because you see, when she watches a horror movie and she sees some, and she sees like a gruesome death, like you know, like the monster or the killer is killing someone very gruesomely. Because there were times where I don't watch it with her, and I would walk past her room, and she would be like, "Fuck him up, fuck him up." I was like. Like what are you watching? Uh, what are you doing? Right, right. Like what are you watching? Now look, and her and, and and she loves Nightmare on Elm Street, so it's Freddy Krueger just messing with someone. I'm like, oh my gosh! So she's rooting for the nightmare. Yeah, she loves Freddy Krueger. That's crazy. That's 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 mom. That's that that that's mom. Like so. Have you ever showed her the um the Friday the Thirteenth games where she could be <laughs> the bad guy? I, I no, I couldn't because this was around a time where I moved out and oh, okay. I, and and there are just sometimes where like if I do see my mom is cool, but I don't have my game with me. I mean, I would. I mean, I would show her Friday the Thirteenth. I'm sure she'll get a, a, a nice laugh at it. Where I did show her those Mortal Kombat Nine because it had Freddy Krueger in it. Oh, she'd love that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I show. I showed her more coming now because they had Freddy Krueger in it. Not to mention she want. Not to mention she wanted those people where she's like, why do they always gotta remake everything? I, I don't want to watch this. Like, why do they always gotta remake everything? Leave things alone. Yep. Because when she saw the new Nightmare on Elm Street, she she was so disappointed. Because it's such a a classic. Like that is a cult classic. No kidding. Yes. It Horror is. film, and you can't. You can't. Especially from the, in the time frame that it was in, you can't capture that anymore. Right. Nowadays, everybody is so numb to all the horror films and stuff that are out. Like you have to do some crazy, outlandish stuff to really like surprise people. And there's just there's a level of terror that comes from horror films back then, and I can't even describe it. It's just you can't what they had back then. Like people can't capture that anymore. Right. Because it was also innovative, it was also new to people. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't even know. I don't really even watch horror movies like that. There are a couple that I'm I've seen that I'm kind of like okay, like I've watched the series and and they're like good, but I won't sit there and like watch through them. I'm just I can't. I'll have nightmares all night. I can't do it. Okay. So. Now. My question for you is, seeing as I saw you playing the Batman Telltale games the last time you streamed, I believe, are you more Marvel or are you more DC? I have been more Marvel, but my friend, uh, my friend, his name is uh, Moguns, you probably seen him in the chat. Um, Chandler, he actually has been teaching me a lot about the DC universe because I didn't realize how super dark the DC universe is, and that I kind of like yeah. the super dark stuff. Same. I didn't used to back in the day when I was younger. I did not like like a whole. I very much that person where I want the story to have a happy ending, and I'm still like like that. But if the ending is like kind of messed up nowadays, I'm kind of like, yo, that's crazy. Unless it's something like super messed up. And then I just don't like it. But he's teaching me a lot more about the DC universe, and I'm like, okay, I can I can jive with this. This is actually some kind of cool stuff. Learning all these people's backstories and how everything ties together, especially like when like the stories where Batman and Superman like basically go rogue in like a different timeline, 
Like those to me are crazy, insane. But I I grew up mostly Marvel. My favorite Marvel superhero is She-Hulk. I love her. Love She-Hulk. That's my girl. She she's she's big, bad, and in charge. She do what she want, and she's smart as crap. So you can't mess with her. You just can't do it. Just can't do it. So yeah, more of a more of a Marvel girl. But what about you? What's your favorite superhero, man? My favorite superhero. Okay, so the way the 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 way I have it to where because you see the thing with me is in superheroes, I hate the Boy Scouts. What do you mean by what do you mean by Boy Scouts? Like Superman, like Captain America. Mm-hmm. I have to do everything by the book. Uh, I, I I don't think outside the box. Uh, and and of course, I don't like Batman with the whole no kill rule. Yeah, that kind of like turned me off to Batman. I was like, what do you what do you mean? I don't understand. It's funny because it's funny because I love the whole thing about the Gotham verse. I love everything centered around Batman more than Batman himself. Like I love the Joker. I love all his partners. I I even I love the majority of his rogues gallery. I I love the majority of his rogue gallery of villains and heroes and counterparts. I, I I love them, but it's like but it's like when it comes to Batman himself, I'm just it's just kinda I'm like womp womp. Right, right. <laughs> okay. Right, like I'm good. Now, if if I would have to choose like a superhero or you know someone from from comics, in all honesty, considering that I need to read more about this guy, but ever since I heard what he can do, Spawn. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. So I I need to get up on Spawn more too because I don't know a lot about him, but people have been talking to me and telling me about this man's abilities, and I'm like, okay, let me go, let me find out. All I know is that this man not only ruled over heaven, he also ruled over hell, but he gave heaven back because he was bored. Yeah. When I heard that feat, I was like, I'm sold. I'm I'm sold. He he took over things that people that you couldn't even imagine that someone could take over. He took over heaven and hell and gave heaven back because he was bored he was like you 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 can have this back not to mention he's voiced by keith david he said here you go i don't want to play with this no more you can have it back it's it's boring me (laughs) exactly now what what was the least like like what was your least favorite game that you've ever played oh man um I don't think I really I don't get into like the Call of Duty series like either they really just don't do it for me it's like the same replicated game over and over again and it's like okay so you got new weapons cool but now you've got like microtransactions and stuff in there too so I'm like uh, I don't really I don't really feel a need to play that game um Especially when they started taking away the ability to do, like, couch co-op. It, like, completely lost. It's like, okay, now you can offer me nothing. So, really like the Call of Duty series. It's just not a thing for me. And I like playing first-person shooters. I just can't do Call of Duty. Right, because you did say you like playing Destiny. Mm-hmm. I do like playing Destiny, but that's also a game that I enjoy. Mostly enjoy playing it with my husband. 
So we'll like play Destiny together, do dungeon runs and stuff like that because we have like a goal that we're trying to meet. Um, I support him a lot to help him out with his dungeon runs because he likes to go and do the raids and stuff like that. And I want to like at least not far, fall too terribly far behind. Sometimes I can't help that because I have to go out to sea. But um, yeah, we've gotten back on the train of doing Destiny because they have a, a new raid out now. And by new raid, I mean it's like the D1 Vault of Glass raid. They're reintroducing it. So it's like, okay, so now we got to get back into it. So I just right. I just can't do Call of Duty. I can't. So, yeah, me either. Yeah. So let's see. Um, I want to, I want to go back to the superhero thing. So, okay. So like you, you're a superhero in the DC universe, right? Cause you're more like a DC guy, right? Um, I guess you could say I'm kind of in between, but kind of sort of. Yeah, but 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 I guess you could say when it comes to Marvel, I like more people in Marvel than I do DC because the main thing I focus on in DC is the is the whole thing with Gotham. Right. Anything anything dealing with something going on in Gotham, I, I'm I'm there for it. I don't really care too much about Metropolis. Okay. So the reason I the reason I asked that in that sense is because superhero powers kind of vary between how they work in the Marvel and DC universe, right? So, if you yourself were a superhero, what superhero powers or combination of powers do you think that you would have? You can base this off personality type, whatever, how you feel emotionally towards certain things. Like, what kind of superhero powers would you have? It could be more than one. Okay. Well, um, all right. Now, if I was... Okay, I'm, I'm basically put it to you like this. If I was in Marvel... I would nine times out of ten probably be an X-Men. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I would nine times out of ten probably be an X-Men. I, I wouldn't want to be in Avengers too many. Now, now I'm not saying there isn't any internal conflict in X-Men because there's plenty of that. But when oh, it yeah. comes to internal conflict in the Avengers, it's just way more than that. Like they have a whole civil war, my guy. Right, they, <laughs> right, they had a whole civil war, a whole two actually. Yep, <laughs> two civil wars actually. So, so yeah, I'm like I, I'd rather be an X Men. And in all honesty, when when I played like games that involved X Men and things like that, I kind of always gravitated towards people like Charles Xavier and Jean Grey and Magneto and things like that. Mm. I I want I want I want uh Charles Xavier's abilities. I want right. telekinesis and things like that. I'm not saying I want the Phoenix stuff from Jean Grey. I'm just saying I want I want that. Like I can read minds, I can move things with my mind, things like that. I would like that. Now in DC, I am in Gotham. Mm-hmm. But I am no hero. I'm also saying I'm not a villain either. You're an anti-hero. Exactly. I'm okay. an anti-hero. That's that's like like in all honesty, if I ever gain a following, that's exactly what I'm gonna call my followers, my anti-hero nation. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. So so the thing so the thing about it is when it comes to anti-heroes is like I guess you could say I'll just be chilling with Jason Todd. Like, like, in all, like in all honesty, I'll just be chilling with Jason Todd because he's the Red Hood and he's like, well, look, if Bruce ain't going to kill this guy, I'll kill him. I was like, I'll help you. <laughs> like, like in all honesty, because 
because I, I I really don't care if I do the Arkham jail time. I'm going after the Joker. Oh, <laughs> he's like, nah, you can't you can't be out here running around running the streets like that. Got I'm just it. gonna look at like like okay so okay so when I seen into the red hood where where we got introduced to jason todd and that one scene where he was like if if you're not gonna kill joker then 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 you're gonna have to kill me i was like excuse me no the guns to his head just pull the trigger (laughs) like 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 i'm literally looking at joe like what are you talking about the guns to his head pull the trigger but then again i also understand the relationship that batman and joker have it's so it's 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 weird yes it floors me so much because you could literally just like get rid of this dude you literally could just get rid of him but you're there's such a like i don't understand the relationship that is between the two of them he's always saying things like oh well i don't i don't wanna i don't wanna be just as bad as he is it's it's crazy on if i kill someone i'll just kill again and again i'm like i'm like sir there are iterations of comics where you are taking your first robin and throwing him into the bat cave say so you have to survive a week to where you to where the only thing that that robin can feed on is rats i and didn't you, know that and then you beat up alfred because he tried to bring food to him hold on we're not fighting alfred out here now wait a minute hold on we don't beat also, up alfred also, I must say, Alfred has got to be one of the realest guys I've ever met in comics. 100%. Like, like, like I love Alfred. I, I especially loved him in the Gotham TV series. I loved Alfred in the Gotham TV series. He was, like, one of my favorite characters. He's, like, so, a real OG. So that makes, me, that makes me, like, super happy that you said that because he is. Like, he's one of those characters that you're just, like, you can't dislike this dude. Because he keeps the real shit with everybody. And then he's a boss on top of that. So he's not scared to fight. He did his time in the service too. So he's kind of like actually a badass. Right. He did. Not to mention. Right. He did. Not to mention in the Injustice universe when Superman and Batman were fighting. Batman came up with this pill that if anyone takes it, they can equal Superman. He gave that pill to Alfred. And Alfred took Superman. And Alfred beat the hell out of Superman. I didn't know that. Oh, got to see that too. And I just need to see that. Just that part. <laughs> mm. right. That would be something to fucking watch, man. Dang. Yeah. Right. It, it really would. It, it's, it's, it's like what I say. Anything that's talking about Gotham, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be there for it. Like, I really am trying to be there for it. All right. Okay. Okay. So, let's see. Let's switch gears here a little bit. Okay. So, I want to pick your brain a little bit on, on this one. Okay. If you could, if you had anywhere on uh, on the face of the planet that you could go, where where would you live and why? Denmark. Why Denmark? It's peaceful. I like I like quiet. Mm-hmm. It's 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 peaceful. Not to mention, I've looked up information on how people's like when you live in Denmark, it's a it's a very happy place to be it, because you know in some countries believe it or not when people go to jail they're getting treated like humans instead of as a number because if you because if you go to jail in Denmark they're like okay so you know before you do this whole thing with the jail do you have a job 
and if and if you say yes, this is like okay, well, you're gonna go to work, but when you but when you get off work, you have to come back here. What? Yes. So they just don't have them in confinement the entire time. They let them leave to go do their jobs, and then they have to come back in. So it's like um. God, not a not a halfway house. What am I what am I thinking of? Like a probation probationary thing. They literally interviewed the warden and they asked this warden a question. He was like, Do you want your inmates to come out angry or rehabilitated? That's a damn good point. Right. That's a because, really good point. Right. Like it's the right, like because because like I said, I heard that it is just a lot of things going on in Denmark. Not to mention now, I know it's like really cold but i feel like if i lived there long enough i could adapt to it yeah you would become accustomed to it yeah right because one i like the cold i hate being hot not to mention i'm in georgia and it's summer so i have to stay cool yeah because because if i don't i'll be I, i i would get very upset irritable very because i i i hate the heat the heat just it just does something to me and it's not a good thing oh my god i'm the exact opposite man so i lived in the south damn near all my life in arkansas i was like born and bred in the heat okay so it's like i'm used to you know walking outside and opening the door and meeting a wall of just heat and humidity and sticky air and just sticks to you so it's like i'm i'm used to that kind of thing what i'm not used to is the air being dry and cold and the snow and all that stuff i cannot stand being in the cold i can't like if i have to go out and go do like run some errands i'll go run some errands but i'll have like 18 layers of clothes on and maybe like three layers of socks and some thick ass boots just to be able to make it outside to the car to be able to make it into the grocery store and back it's like i do not do the cold well i gotta be somewhere where there's some sunshine for at least seven or eight months out of the year <laughs> at least um and it's not like super rainy because i need sunshine i'm like a cat i need i need to like a sunbeam to lay in every once in a while you know what i mean right i don't mind the sun i just don't want it to be hot yeah no i'm okay with the hot i'm okay with that mm, I, I can't I can't. I I I literally cannot. I I. Because I can go to sleep in that. I cannot go to sleep if I'm shaking and I'm shivering. I can't go to sleep. Because it's funny because that was actually going to be my next question. You know, your favorite time of year? Um, is it summer or spring? Springtime. Springtime is usually my my favorite time of the year. Cause summer it can get really really hot, and yes. you can't you can't go outside and be like real cute when it's super hot outside at at that point there's like no trying to be cute you're just trying to be comfortable at that point you have comfy cute outfits that's fine but then you don't be wanting to be out there sweating and all that good stuff so that i understand but like around april may time frame is like prime time for me april may time frame or like october ish like the end of september going into october is like perfect weather yeah so i mean so you would you would bake you would live in denmark but if you had one chance to go somewhere for vacation and it was all expenses paid you didn't have to pay for anything airfare hotel all that good stuff where would you want to go 
Tokyo, Japan. Oh, my man. Yes. Tokyo, Japan. Because you see a lot of people say, oh, I want to live there. I don't want to live in Tokyo, Japan. It's too many natural disasters. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, 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 I, I don't want to live in Tokyo, Japan. Too, too many natural disasters. Y'all on the island, plus y'all have a lot of earthquakes and. Mm, mm. Yeah, they they got a lot going on over there. Right. So, 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 yeah. It, so, if I, so if it means going on a vacation, then yeah, I'll go on a vacation and bring my and bring my behind right back home. As soon as I get home, look on the phone. Oh, earthquake! Um, I'm not there. Yep. I can I can agree with that. I can agree with that. It's it's just too many natural disasters and, and 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 the and the only the only natural and the only natural disaster that 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 happens here in Georgia is hurricanes. Oh, we had tornadoes, tornadoes. Ooh, yeah, tornadoes are are pretty bad down in Arkansas. It's pretty bad. And hail too. Hail. We used to get big pieces of hail. It's yeah, pretty, yeah. It's pretty bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When you say hell, it, 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 it honestly uh, <laughs> it triggered a memory. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, believe it or not, like down here in the south end of Georgia, it hailed one time. I never forget it. I was a, I was a child. It started hailing. I started hearing things hit the roof. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I, I I ran in the room. I said, "Mom, what's going on?" She's like, "It's a hailstorm." I was like, "Oh, okay." And, and like we're gonna be all right, right? She's like, yeah. Let's just hope it don't hit any windows. And I was like, okay. So I go in my room, and my mom comes in there with a cup and an umbrella. Wait, what? Yeah, yes, yes. She comes in there with a cup and an umbrella. And she was like, I need you to do me a favor. I was like, what you need? <laughs> I need you to go outside and give me a cup of ice. Get out of here. I looked at my mom. I said, "Really? You want me to go outside? Do what now?" Yeah, she was like, "Go, just go outside, hold the cup out, and let some ice fall into it." I'm like, "Mom, <laughs> come on!" About to get knocked out. <laughs> right, right, right. And now, like, what if the ice hit me on the head? She's like, "That's what the umbrella's for." I'm like, "Mom." <laughs> she was not finna have you out there trying to catch ice in a dang cup. You was not, about to come back in there with all kinds of bruises. Right, Umbrella finna be messed up. Comedian. Yeah, my mom's a comedian. She was getting ready to record you. That's what was finna happen. That's exactly what's finna happen. Send it to the family. Like blackmail. It's cute. Like, like it's cute. That's blackmail for the future when you grow up, man. Like, remember that time I had you go outside and catch ice in a hailstorm? Mom, please don't. Please, God. Please. Just don't. Damn, like, that's dope. All right, so where? Okay, where we at? Did I? Was that my question, or was that your question? Where we at right that, now? That was that 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 was your question. Okay. What now, else? Should we have? Now going now, just you know, backtracking a little bit on the streaming stuff. When did you notice you started gaining traffic for your streams? When I started networking. So. I went into, and this was on some completely random stuff. I went into this guy's stream because I had just finished uh, streaming, and there was this guy on that was doing uh, Tekken Seven, and I was just scrolling through. I was scrolling through Tekken Seven, um, uh, like the browsing portion of everybody that was playing Tekken Seven, and as I'm scrolling through, 
I just randomly picked on somebody's stream and I was like, I want to watch somebody play some fighting games today. So I clicked on Boxer Ninja's stream and I jumped in there. And a lot of times what I had been seeing was I would come into somebody's stream and I would say, hello or hi, how you doing? And I would get a quick, you know, like, hey, welcome in, you know, indie, blah, blah, blah. And then that would be the end of it. Like that, I would not be like the chat wouldn't talk to me. I wouldn't be addressed again, like no nothing. So that was like a, a, a trend, what I was seeing from a lot of Twitch streamers. So I went into Boston Ninja stream thinking, you know, I'm just going to sit here and watch some gameplay, but I'm going to say hi when I jump in there. So, you know, they know I'm here. So I jump in there and I was like, hey, yo, what's up? And this dude, the level of energy and enthusiasm that came out of this man's body I was like, I was overwhelmed. I was like, holy shit. Like, oh my God. Like, this dude, this dude is on 10. Like, all the time. And it was like, as soon as I came in, somebody in his chat had redeemed one of his channel points, which was, um, he powers up, like, Goku for 15 seconds. And he's got, like, <laughs> the, 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 um, the Super Saiyan aura around him and everything. So, he does that. And he powers up. And he screams for 15 seconds. <laughs> And I was like, I need to be in this chat. I don't know. I, I've been in here for all of like 30 seconds. He's got my follow. Like right now, immediately. He's already got it. So, you know, he comes in and he does his power up. And he's like, Lightbra, how you doing? You know, I want to get to know you. Hopefully you stay around. Uh, we have, you know, like a discussion going on. Like, what's your favorite? What's your favorite video game? What's your favorite blah? So I was like, actually, one of my favorite video games is Tekken. I love playing fighting games. Cool. So... Like, we're having a whole conversation as I just get in here. So I was like, okay, I'm going to join this guy's Discord. So I joined the Discord he's in. And there are a couple other people that are in there too. Because the chat is also talking to me. And I was like, this is different. I've never seen this before where the chat is interactive with new people that come in and, like, really want to talk to you. So I joined his Discord. His community is huge. He has a great community. So I'm like, dang, like, this is how I want my community to be. So I start chatting with him, other people in there, and they start recommending streamers for me to watch because, you know, I was telling him, you know, what my goals are and stuff like that. And he was like, well, we are definitely in the business of helping Twitch streamers grow. If you want to grow, you came to the right Discord. So I was like, okay, cool. Fast forward about four months later, and a lot of the people from me networking and like being in there, being in their streams and just popping in to say hi, chat with the group and stuff like that. Some of them are coming to starting to come and check out my streams. And it was like once they started like coming in and then I started getting raided. Um, actually, the raids didn't start happening until recently because uh, I had been streaming at like random times. So people started coming in and raiding me with like 30, 40 and 50 man raids. And it's like, holy crap. Like, I wasn't expecting all of this. So it's like when I started getting these people coming in, I was like, I really want to have like a good product for them when they come and jump into my stream. So that's when I started setting out on like improving myself and, you know, what's cool. I'm seeing what people are doing. How can I tweak it to make it my own and things like that. So it's like I really, really, really was like on it. And that's when I really started seeing my growth was when I was networking with other people and they were like, okay, I'm going to come check you out. And, you know, some did. Some would say they'll come check you out. And then, you know, they don't. They, you don't see them again. And But some of them would be like, yo, um, 
I came to check you out because I know you said you wanted advice on streaming and you know this is what I would I'm seeing from my end that you could do to be better and it might help you in the long run and so that's when it really started taking off and my growth has been pretty good for like the last four or five months man nice yep so that has been uh, a pretty big milestone for me. So hopefully I can keep this track going. But depending on what happens with these uh, this package that I'm putting in, we'll see what happens. Because I might get snatched up here in a little bit. We'll see what happens. Let's not. Uh, let's hope not. No, peep, no peeps gonna miss you. I know. I miss them too. Like I'm telling you, that's literally. I look forward to seeing y'all every weekend. Like, I'd be so ready. I'd be, like, hurrying up to get home on, like, Friday. Because I'm like, I got to get ready for my stream. Because the homies is going to be there. And I'm ready to get lit and play some video games. So, let's go. So, I will definitely miss you guys. But I will probably do, like, if I'm out there, do, like, um, IRL streams and stuff like that. Just so I can update you guys with, like, what's going on. Keep in touch with you guys. And, like, catch up on life stuff. Because that's really what it is. We come and jump in. Y'all watch me play video games, but we also catch up on a lot of life stuff. That is so, true. Yeah, so that that will that will definitely be an option. I won't have the fancy my fancy setup or anything, but we can still make it work. We can still make it work. So, bro, like, how are you? How are you feeling about your growth as well? Like, because I know, like. I'm really, I see you doing the podcast thing and I see you doing the YouTube thing and you do Twitch every once in a while, but how do you, how are you feeling about your growth and where are you, where are you wanting to take that? Like, where do you see yourself years from now with Twitch? Honestly, where, uh, honestly, where I see myself years from now from, from Twitch, it's, it's more in the lines of how far am I willing to take this is the real question. Okay. Because, and, and the reason why I'm saying that is because, like, I really can't say much about growth per se. I mean, I know it's going to take some time. And I know it's going to take, you know, a lot more networking and a lot more people to talk to and things like that. And making sure, you know, like, I am engaging in their content just as they are doing mine. Right. It's just that, it's just that you know, like. I guess in all honesty, sometimes I get discouraged when it comes to like the growth of what of what I'm trying to do. Like I get discouraged because I guess because I, I want I wanna have a community, like I wanna make a community a very supportive community like like the one like you know kind of similar to what you have. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like, they're there every time you stream. Right. You, you, you know, the majority of people are there every time you stream. And I'm not going to lie, I want that. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm envious. In fact, I'm very happy to see things like that. Because, it's be, because it gives me motivation to keep streaming because you see because you see i feel like when it comes to me streaming i feel like this is something that i wasn't supposed to do alone like 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 i wasn't supposed to do this alone like yeah there's yeah you can go ahead and get some kind of growth to start out with but overall i think it's something 
that you know you shouldn't be doing on your own you have to network you have to talk to people you have to get out there and you know get 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 engaging with people getting to know their streams getting to know the people they follow getting to know the things that they're into hence why hence why i do this interview because i kind of want to reach out to people and rack their brains on how on when it comes to you know the whole thing with streaming and gaming and anime like i want to interview people who are a part of this community the true people because you know ever since certain things have happened everybody in got an anime and swear they know what they talking about and so that's the thing that kills me with that whole thing it's like okay so if you're getting into anime and like I don't understand like the whole mentality of being like the the subject matter expert on the thing like if there are people that are brand new that want to learn more about anime manga video games whatever like the community is trying to grow like people are becoming very interested in this type of stuff because it's becoming very big so it's like why not teach them why why do you have to be that guy you know what i mean or or that girl when it comes to that kind of stuff take them by the hand and lead them and show them some stuff might blow their minds and they'll be forever grateful to what you're talking about like it just it blows my mind that's what i'm hoping to do like yeah. like like in all honesty like like that's what i'm hoping to do because like what i said earlier i want i want to get folks into more anime and things like that i want to get folks into more anime because like what i said i want to show people that it's not all about the Dragon Ball Z's, the Naruto's, the Bleach, the One Pieces, the My Heroes. It's not all about that. There's plenty of anime out there, and I just and I just need people to you know understand that it's 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 a plethora of anime out there. That's why when people call it weird, I'm like, you haven't even tried it because exactly nine times because nine times out of ten, it's something out there for you. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're looking for it was made it's made it's out there you just gotta find it yeah because there's so much like there's you there's literally something that you can find that is gonna be made for you and you're gonna be like yo this is dope i absolutely love this so yeah okay what no go ahead go ahead go ahead ahead. you got it oh no um Oh no, I I would basically just agreeing like you know like when 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 it comes to you know I get I guess what I'm saying is like people just have to broaden their horizons. That's basically what, what I'm trying to say. People have to broaden their horizons. I got you. So I think well that was really like that was really all the questions that I had. Did you have any more questions for me? Uh yeah, my final question for you is when it comes to this world of streaming, what is the one thing that makes this all worthwhile? The fact that I can make people or I have a hand in being able to sit down and make at least one part of their day that day be good. I know people are going to leave my stream happy and sometimes sometimes they don't want me to stop streaming (laughs) but i i know that at least some people that come into the stream whether they're new people or they're people that have returned i have a little portion of that day for at least at a minimum two hours made their day a little bit better at at some point i probably made them smile because i do a lot of goofy shit on my stream 
So I'm pretty sure they've smiled at least a couple times, probably laughed out loud, had a meaningful conversation because I genuinely want to know, like, how how is your day? How are things going? How are you doing with your goals? How's your family doing? And a lot there's people out there that don't get that. There's that they don't have people to like talk to or that they think are genuine enough to talk to. So that's like that's the goal and that's really what makes it worthwhile for me. I'm a people pleaser. I like to make people happy. It depends on who you are for me, honestly. Yeah. It's it's unfortunate if there's like a person that's like because you know you'll have your people that'll come into your stream that are like trolls and it's like because there's been uh, a time or two that I've been I've been caught up or gotten caught up and got taken advantage of and I'm like it's really unfortunate that you as a person came into into my stream where I genuinely was putting forth a, a good hand out to you to be like yo welcome welcome to the community we hope that you stay um, and we hope that you have a good time and to take something like that and ruin it it's like well you can't please everybody and that's okay that's fine I'm not here to please everybody but if you need it it's here hmm. you know what I mean sometimes people just need it and I might be that one person where somebody came in the stream and talked to them and they feel that much better about their day not saying I'm a lifesaver or anything but sometimes that's all it takes is somebody to just take two seconds to give a fuck you know what I mean Mm-hmm. so that's that's really what it boils down to and hanging out with the homies because I like hanging out with the homies in the stream yeah that's yeah it, yeah it, it, it's always a good time I mean it, yeah it's always a good time in your streams so that's really that's really it that's like what makes twitch streaming tick for me because i was trying to do all the extra stuff where i was like you know i was trying to to stream to like multiple things and like monetize myself and all this other stuff and i did that for about i did that for about like two or three months and i was like okay i'm losing sight of why i did this in the first place because i wasn't having fun anymore i was more focused on trying to like make money than i was on just having fun and then me just having fun and stop focusing on all that arbitrary bullshit it i started actually gaining more followers after that because they just saw me on stream having a good time playing video games yeah well um i must say that this was a very pleasant conversation i really did enjoy i really enjoyed the way uh this worked out yeah, I had a good time, man. We've been talking for a minute, and if you if we do more interviews like this in the future, I am more than willing to sit down and have another conversation because we have so much to talk about. Oh we, yes, we have, a, we have a lot to talk about. Oh yes, absolutely. And to those of y'all listening out there, uh, y'all make sure to check out Light Bright Indie because she is a weekend streamer. You will be catching her playing things such as Telltale games from mm-hmm. Game of Thrones to Batman. And most of the time, she and normally when she gets ready to end her streams, normally she would do her Try Not to Laugh challenge from her wonderful community. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, y'all make sure y'all go check her out. And as always, y'all make sure to come back and listen to us again. Thank y'all for tuning in and see you guys next week. Bye.